Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 76. I'm your host, Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Brian. What's going on? Not a whole lot. It's really hot outside. I realized that a little bit ago when I went out. Yeah, it's hot. It's like 91 earlier today, and I think tomorrow is going to be even hotter. I think I'm already ready for fall. But then Thursday is going to be like a high of 75. (laughs) That's more like my my style oh yeah i'd rather it be like that um all right what'd you get over the last uh well it's been only like two or three weeks <laughs> since our last podcast <laughs> yeah well i had like stuff come the last couple of days i got um the um vintage collection gaming greats from gamestop and i want to just make a comment too i was really impressed with game stops um packing of figures and stuff too all three was just perfectly meant but i got mm-hmm. shadow storm trooper um the scout trooper and the heavy battle droid and from walmart the complete opposite of how to pack figures and mail them out my leia indoor and my paplo and atst driver all have some damage due to the fact that they don't know how to pack their figures at walmart <laughs> yeah two of my three came damaged and i only had and i bought two of each figure I probably should have done that to take to increase my odds. But um, I also picked up, I was going to ask you if you wanted one, because I really don't want three. I just ordered three to get free shipping. Do you need a carbonized Stormtrooper? Um, uh, they, no, they I don't it. really need one. Okay, they had them on sale for eight ninety nine, So I ordered three of those, and I also ordered a carbonized Imperial Death Trooper, because it was $8.99. I'll ask Mark. He might need one. Uh, I thought for $9 for those. Cause if I he don't, buy, I'll take it, just because I'll, I like to have an extra one. I didn't actually didn't even buy the, the, the carbonized versions of the Dev Trooper or the Stormtrooper until now, but I'm glad I kind of waited now since I got them for eight ninety nine each. Yeah, I got the all four of the carbonized figures that they come out with eventually just because they had them on sales and here and occasionally. And yeah, I think the Mando one was the hardest one to find of the mm-hmm. four. I had to actually trade somebody to get him. And also, um, Amazon has this section on their website sometimes where they have um, <clears throat> sales on, you know, damaged figures. I picked up a second retro set minus the child of the Mando um, series, minus the child and Mando figure, because it was like six ninety nine each because I wanted a set huh. to open up. So I grabbed those, which I which I don't – I've not been very lucky over the year. I see people post, oh, look at this great, you know, Amazon warehouse sale item I got and stuff like that. I remember one time someone posted posted they got a um slave one for forty dollars that was in a damaged box i'm like lucky <laughs> but so i did grab i was on i guess on the, the website throughout time and got those those came today as well but that's everything i got this month so it was pretty or since the last podcast so mm-hmm. nice little haul from for me i guess yeah yep sounds yours good is, yours is bigger as usual <laughs> <laughs> yeah well my, i got a lot of comic books on here too um, I got the Hallmark Millennium Falcon May the 4th, uh, uh, shoot, ornament. That, yeah, we talked uh, about that a little bit before you, we came on the air. It's pretty heavy. And, I, I, and that's one of the reasons I passed on it, because I didn't think I could hang it on the tree. Yeah, it, it's pretty heavy, and I don't know, you'd have to get a, either two hooks to use or a really, really sturdy one, because it's pretty heavy. And you'd have to have two branches probably to hold it, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I ended up buying off a guy from the ohio star wars collectors club three of the celebration five cereal boxes that i was missing 
Uh, I got uh, Vader Flakes, Rice Kenobis, and the Naboo Berries. I was missing those three boxes, and still I'm, I'm missing a couple other ones uh, to get the whole set. Cause, How many are they? Did you know offhand? I want to say 16. Yeah. Sounds sounds right. It might, might be 20. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, it's either 16 or 20. I can't remember for sure. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still missing, like, maybe three or four. And yeah. it was... Uh, Celebration 5 was whenever... It was before I even got married. And uh, I went with Dwayne, and it was just me and him, so we were both collecting them. And unless you went to every single collector's panel, you know, it, which was almost impossible if you wanted to do anything else at all, you know, you couldn't get them all. So that, that's why I've been trying to pick up ones I need later and get them. Uh, let's see, I got the, I, for a, I did a trade for a Count Dooku Kyber Crystal for my uh, holocrons. Um forgot to mention i guess whenever i went to disney i ended up getting a batu patch and a batu lanyard medal which either can go on your on a lanyard or you know anything that has a little hole you know like the zipper thing on something like a you know your bag or backpack or suitcase or whatever and got the lego imperial shuttle uh for my birthday along with the that lego tatooine homestead that they're giving away on for may the 4th did you order anything? I didn't. Nothing was jumping out at me that I had to have, so I didn't order anything on May the 4th. Yeah, I don't have a, an Imperial shuttle, so my wife bought that for me for my birthday. And I, I think I was telling you one time, I count, I have like 20 unopened Star Wars sets of Lego, so I'm like, I'm really selective now since yeah. I haven't got so many that's unopened. I have a bunch as well uh, that I haven't, so I just don't have anywhere to put them. Yeah, they take up some of the ones that are just, they just branch out and they're so wide and everything. I mean, I know this is off topic for a second, but there's one that I would love to open that's not Star Wars, but is the Indiana Jones um, Temple of Doom when they're in the mine with the train tracks and stuff. But I've, I've seen pictures of it open mm-hmm. and it just, it just is humongous. I don't know where I would put it at. It just goes on. Oh, you have that? I do have that still. Cool. Box still. <laughs> Next time I'm over at your house, you'll have to show me. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll bring my. I have a complete set of all the Indiana Jones. Actually, I went heavy on the Indiana Jones Lego because I thought it might be a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, but, um, let's see. I got uh, I got the Lego or the Legacy Disney Dark Vader lightsaber uh, from that's down there either at Disney Springs or out at Downtown Disney or at Hollywood Studios. They sell Legacy lightsabers and. Uh, Again, they didn't have the Darth Vader one whenever I was there, and so I found a person that procured one for me and uh, shipped it to my house. Well, actually shipped it to my dad's house because I was out of town, and uh, ended up getting that. It's pretty cool. I like it. Comes in this nice case uh, that uh, has padding in it and everything. That's nice. I'd like to see some pictures of that. I'll yeah, go. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll have to bring it. Uh, of course, whenever we have a meeting, finally. Yeah, I think we're going to maybe possibly August, right? They said they yeah. opened the library up? Okay. Yeah, we're already down to, to start meetings back in August again. Nice. If you're listening, David Rigsby, now that you're retired, you can come on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, of course, I got the the Vintage Collection Leia Poncho, Paplu, and ATST driver. And also got uh, the Black Series Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars package. Is that a repack figure just in the Clone Wars pack? It is, but I never got one to begin with because I, 
I just didn't really want it that bad. But when they come out with it in the Clone Wars packaging, I was like, well, okay, I think I'm going to buy it. <laughs> and then there's three other ones, too. There's uh, Obi-Wan. Uh, gosh, I can't remember what the other two are now. But I haven't been able to find those. They're extremely hard to find. Did you pick this one up online or get it like I got it online. Oh, okay. I got it on, on uh, Target's web page. I th- that's one of the things interesting about I think our halls, 99% of them have been online here recently. You don't oh, find nothing in stores. Yeah, and I I mean, heck, when I was in, ten- in uh, Florida and Tennessee, I both went to Walmarts and uh, Targets and never found one single thing. Yeah. Although, this is funny. Uh, this is a funny story I forgot to tell last time. When I was in Orlando, you know that meme that was going around, that picture that somebody showed of Hasbro sucks that was in a Walmart? Well, I found the place that either either they wrote it there and that's where it came from, or they copied it. Yeah. Because it said right in the in the Hasbro Star Wars section, Hasbro sucks because there was zero toys there. Yeah, I saved your picture and I've texted it to several friends. I've been like, <laughs> "Look what my friend Brian found," and everybody's right. That's right. They're right. It's true. Stuff like that. Um, yeah, and it. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. I just no. don't understand how they can't get these you know stores to put more product in their stores. I mean, I don't know if back whenever the Phantom Menace came out on three in 3D that they got burned so badly, they were like, we're never going to do that again. Yeah. And that's why this is like this. I mean, but still, they're, they've taken it from one extreme to the other now. You know, they get Phantom one Menace case and, and that's it. And those assortment of figures was a bad idea to begin with. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Especially those 3D figure you know the 3d glasses on the figure card and stuff that was all a waste uh also i got a bunch of comics here got darth vader trade paperback number one the newer the newer darth vader series it's like the third third series that uh marvel's put out and the bounty hunters trade paperback number two and then i got some more of the bounty hunters there is a like mini series along with a crossover on a bunch of other series so I got War of the Bounty Hunters number one, War of the Bounty Hunters from the Bounty Hunters series number twelve, War of the Bounty Hunters Alpha with uh, Boba Fett black armor. It's like a a carded figure variant. You know how they do the old uh, vintage Star Wars figures on the on those. Oh yeah. So that this okay. one had Boba Fett in black armor, and then the regular Alpha version, and then War of the Bounty Hunters from the Star Wars series number thirteen. And I still need to get Dr. Afra and Vader versions. And then I got High Republic number five, which I still haven't read High Republic number, you know, at all yet. I have read War of the Bounty Hunters trade paperback number one, and so far it's pretty good. And that's all that I can remember. <laughs> um, yeah, I know that uh, a lot of people are, you know, complaining more so now than ever before about distribution you know about repacks uh, exclusives that are extremely hard to get i mean walmart's not been as bad about getting them and as they were in the past but target is absolutely awful yes I mean, target is the worst especially with their exclusives online mm-hmm. allowing people with box programs and stuff to buy all the exclusives up when you don't even have a chance to get one yeah i still have not been able to get one of those boba fett uh, prototype or whatever you call it yeah uh, and that'll be like 
a hole in your collection, just like for me. It'll be like a hole in my collection if we don't get one. And then people's like selling them, what, 60 to $100 on eBay mm-hmm. right now? Yeah, it's not prototype. What are those things called? Retro, the retro, yeah, like... I think it says pre- prototype. Okay, re- retro prototype. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So you had like run. the Dark Vader with all the different colored head, you know, uh, limbs and head and all that stuff. And they've even changed it on the website because I keep checking the site. There for a while it was saying, you know, check back, mm-hmm. you know. Now it just says completely sold out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you, um, in uh, like Star Wars overall news, did you see where... Uh, was it was Paul? Is that his name? Is retiring from Rebel Scum? Oh, you mean Philip? Or Philip? That's Jedi. right, Philip Wise. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, Paul's Jedi Temple archives. Twenty-five years. Yeah, yeah, Philip Wise. I was really surprised to see that he was leaving. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, he's the one that created it, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I'm not sure if there's something going on or what. I don't know, but after 25 years of running a website, even though he may not have done it day-to-day anyway, yeah, you know, in the past, you know, so many years or whatever, you know, like, you know, I don't know why you, I mean, I don't know if I would ever give something up that was mine unless I knew, you know, I wasn't going to be around anymore. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, I still go to the Rebel Scum 4 message board from time to time, and people's, like, kind of freaked out saying... You know, a lot of sites have done mm-hmm. away with message boards and stuff. And look how long this one's been around. The message board could go with the new owner. Who knows? It and that could. Would suck. And that forum's been around there forever. Yeah. It's probably the first Star Wars toy message board I ever went to, I bet. Probably mine, too. Because yeah. I don't remember any other ones. <clears throat> so I guess we'll have to see what happens with that and happens with the side. But. It's I don't think they're my, as of now. It's one of my top two or three sites when it comes to Star Wars yeah. action figure news. I don't think there is any other forums on the web, is there? Star Wars forums for collecting and stuff. Does Galactic Hunter still have one? But I don't go to that. Oh, one. I don't even. I don't. I've never used they, theirs. Yeah, but that's probably the, the Rebel Scum is the biggest one for sure. Because mm-hmm. they even they have like you know pages for just you name it, every category going. Yeah, People discuss stuff. <clears throat> yeah, we get, uh, of course, the Kentucky Star Wars Collectors Club has their auction coming up on uh, July the 10th in Lexington, Kentucky. And uh, anybody can come to it. There's no fee to come and, and bid on stuff. And you can donate stuff to it if you want to, too. Yeah, yeah you can donate stuff. It's all, all proceeds go to funding our club just uh, so we can keep doing stuff every year. Nobody, nobody pockets any money. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> um, Web hosting and what is it? Faith Lutheran events and stuff. Go ahead. Sorry. I think it's at Faith Lutheran Church. Yeah, the same church has been in the past. Yeah. And uh, what were you going to say now? I was going to just say, uh, what was I saying? I don't even know what I was saying. Sorry. About the auction. <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. Were you talking about the auction? Maybe. I, just that you can you can donate stuff, anything. We'll take anything, not just Star Wars stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, I know what I was saying. I was saying the money goes, like you said, not... It goes to, like, paying for us setting up tables at events and mm-hmm. web hosting and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's our big, it's our biggest fundraiser for our club yearly. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to raise as much money as it has in the past just because some of the big things that we normally have are movie posters. And because there was no, you know, no yeah. movies in the last year, <laughs> really, that came out, uh, there won't be many to to put out there because those movies have been pushed back so far that they've been pushed back past this 
auction time period even from the la- from the previous year. Yep. I mean, just like um, the Saw poster that I got at our, our auction last year, I mean, it just then came out at the theater in May. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was delayed that long after it was originally coming out. Yeah. Uh, any other news that you can think of? Has there been any, like, uh, conventions that are coming up? I haven't really seen anything. Not that I know of. Nothing for next month, I don't think. Except, no. well, Ohio Star Wars Collectors Club has their uh, summer social in yeah, Cleveland, so Ohio. Cleveland. Are you going to that this year? No. Cleveland's just a little bit of a haul. <laughs> yeah, and if, if the Indians had been playing at home, I might yeah. have actually went, but they're not. Yeah. Because I've never seen cleveland in their stadium so i'd really like to go and see them sometime so maybe the next time they're up there i might go have you ever been to the rock and roll hall of fame too it's well worth no it's never awesome. been there either yeah. maybe uh, maybe we can make a, a small trip out of it for a few days next time yeah. <clears throat> um let's see i don't think this was actually announced last time i think it was the time before wasn't it yeah, and we, we talked missed about it. it before because we both missed it. Yeah. Trying to order it online. Retro prototype Boba Fett. Yeah. And then in the vintage collection, they made some announcements. Uh, Arc Trooper Echo. An off-world Jawa from Arvala 7. Tebow. The Death Star Droid, which is one of those 96. Yep. Luke Battle Poncho. Another one of those 96, and both of those are from Walmart. And then this one's from Walmart as well, the Tusken Raider. Don't we have a Tusken Raider on a vintage uh, collection card? I think, we, I think we did have a Tusken Raider on a vintage card, yes, already. I don't know which one it was, but... It, I know for sure it was on that OTC vintage-style card. Maybe that was shells, it. But I'm not positive in when they started the other line. Yeah, I think it was in the OTC. It wasn't these. Because I remember picking up like three or four of them on clearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they came with their own clamshells, like you said. Yeah, because you had to destroy the clamshells to get inside to get the proof of purchase to get the the um, George Lucas figure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I miss that so much. I really craved to have another mail-away figure, and I don't think that'll ever happen again. Yeah, and I don't understand why. It's just fun. Yeah. And it also, it, if, if you're a It increases sales. If, if you if you keep everything on card, you're gonna have to buy a second set to get your exclusive figure to open them up. Yep, <laughs> it sells more figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, increases their sales because a lot of people I know are you know carded collectors for the vintage collection, and they'd have to buy more just to you know just to get the proof of purchases. Yep. Uh, I don't I don't think I ever got the George Lucas figure. I might have a second. I'll have to look. I, I think that's the only one that I don't have. I've got like extras of the. <laughs> Boba Fett prototype and the rocket firing one. Did you get both of those? Yes, I got those. Okay. Those have got, those Boba Fett ones have got real pricey, too. Oh, really? I wish I'd have got extras of them, but I didn't. (laughs) I think I got one extra of the prototype and at least three extras of the Boba Fett rocket firing. Yeah, those those have all went up in value big time. Um, let's see, we also got uh, the Republic Trooper from the Old Republic. That was the fan choice, which, you know, in my opinion, they should have just chose all five of those figures from that list. Yes, they should have. <laughs> we talked about that a little bit yeah. last time. <laughs> the Emperor is a new one. That was leaked from, where did you say it was? Yak Face. Yak Face. Yak Face posted about it. It was leaked on Amazon's Australian website. Yeah, that and IG-11. I'm hoping, I'm, I assume it's going to be an OTC Emperor, so that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. 
Well, I mean, I just hope it's something from, like, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Return of the Jedi, for sure. Um, and I'm hoping it, they don't use soft goods on him, too. It seems like every time they've done soft goods on the Emperor, he hasn't turned out very well. Um, I don't know. When's the last time they did an actual Emperor? I mean, they've got the Darth Sidious. The last got was that Target 3-pack one, I think. Hmm. That came with a... Um, royal guard and something else i can't remember maybe it was two royal guards and the emperor i can't remember what was in that three pack now hmm i don't remember that's either the last, that's the last one we got what line was that from oh that was that was a five point po line oh okay um let's see we also got some black series announcements the gentle giant flame trooper from fallen order uh the knight brother warrior from fallen order both of those are GameStop exclusives, and, and which read GameStop exclusives for the most part, as long as you order them right away or within you know a first week or so. Yeah, you, you can you get, get a them. With them. <laughs> it's if you wait, you know, more than that, you might not get it. But they usually have a pretty long, you know, pre-order opening, mm-hmm. which, in my opinion, every company that has exclusives should have a pre-order limit. I mean. Of being open for at least two weeks. Yeah, I agree with you. We Hasbro should just go. Them. Listen, you open them up for two weeks, we'll make them. Yeah, and just to interrupt for a second. It it was it was Emperor Palpatine, Luke Skywalker, and Emperor's Royal Royal Guard, and it was a three pack exclusive to tar- Target part of the um, Force Link line during the Last Jedi. That was the last time oh, we had Emperor yeah. Palpatine on the show. I got that. I couldn't remember Luke was I can't believe I forgot my favorite Star Wars character. Yeah. That was one of the, the better three-packs that they had come out with. Oh, yeah. The, the the sculpt and the molds are good on those three figures. I like that one. Mm-hmm. We also got an announcement for Omega from the Bad Batch. Or Black Series. Boo. Yes, Black Series. Oh, I'm sure they'll come out with a vintage collection eventually. Yeah. I'm still two episodes behind, but I'm really liking that show. Really? You're two episodes yeah. behind? Yes. What are you waiting on? I don't know. I like watching them like in blocks of three, I guess, because I've done that <clears> already. <throat> so I'm maybe waiting until the third one airs. They don't actually have like, you know, arcs, story arcs, really. I mean, it's kind no, of. They don't. Uh, let's see, the Imperial Clone Shock Trooper from Bad Batch. That's a Walmart exclusive. Vice Admiral Rampart is from the Bad Batch is a Walmart exclusive. And then from the role play, they got the Death Watch Mandalorian helmet. Yet another Mandalorian helmet. I mean, come on. <laughs> this this is ridiculous. They have seemed like they put out a lot of helmets. Yeah. Uh, okay, now on to our main topic, which is physical media. We've never talked about physical media, have we? No, we have not, and I still love physical media. I mean, Me I too. love my streaming services, but I will never get rid of my media. <laughs> yeah, me either. What happens when the world ends and we don't have streaming and internet? We'll need our physical media. Well, not just that, but <laughs> I know I'm just. I'm what happens dream, you know? when this company, you know, all of a sudden decides, eh, we're going to take away all your rights to the media, you know, that you, you know, you, they can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or let's say a company goes out of business. Anybody remember Barnes and Noble, <laughs> the yeah. Nook? Hello, you lost all your books. There they are. They're gone. That's exactly what would happen, you know, with digital media. I mean, it's just like video games. 
and stuff comes and goes off these streaming services all the time, and you can't subscribe to every one of them that there is. I mean, some's exclusive to so and so and everything, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh. Oh, well, we should uh, we should say that this is physical media for the movies. Yes, movies, TV series. I don't know. Is there a TV series in here? It's everything is in here. TV series, okay, as well as the droids, cartoons, and but stuff no like video that. games. No video games. Yeah, okay, yeah, movies, movies and TV. All right. Well, I'm going to let you start off and and take the reins on this since you did all the research on it. Okay. Well, the first item was from 1977. It was Ken Films released selected scenes from the original Star Wars onto Super 8 film. They were available in black and white, silent, color silent, and color sound varieties. The U.S. market also saw a Spanish language version of the scenes. And I actually do have this. My cousin Rob had actually gave this to me, I don't know, several years ago. He's like, I'm just getting rid of some stuff. I know you like Star Wars and here. You can have this. I'm like, oh, cool. I've always wanted that. And I I don't know if it's really worth that much, but it's still a cool item to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one as well. I don't remember what version mine is, though. I'm, I'm 99% sure mine is the black and white. And I actually, I'm actually, I'm 100% sure. I actually didn't know there was a color version until I read this. <laughs> <laughs> so that surprised me a little bit. I would like, after reading this, though, I would like to find the Spanish language version. That'd be kind of cool to have, I think. Do you speak Spanish? No, but it'd just be cool to have. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I play the, my Super 8 right mm-hmm. now, anyway. Do you play yours? <laughs> I don't have a Super 8. No. I'm surprised, since you've got a lot of media stuff that you don't have one. And then in 1979, um, 20th Century Fox released the making of Star Wars on VHS and Betamax tape. Mm-hmm. cassette systems um do you have that i don't i've never even seen that i don't think maybe from uh, i don't know if i have that one or not yeah i do have some making of vhs tapes but i don't remember which ones i've got so you've kept all yours like over the years you want to like oh yeah i've done the same thing i've just went ahead and kept mine when i've upgraded um and then in 1992 the first home video release of star Wars. 82 what did i say i thought i said 92, 92. oh sorry 1982 <laughs> In May, when the 20th Century Fox video released Star Wars A New Hope on VHS, Betamax, Laserdisc, CED, Video Disc, and V2000 tape cassettes, which I have no idea what V2000 tape cassettes are. Me either. Never heard of it. But I do have... Uh, I have the VHS, but not this one, because these, when they were released, were for video stores. Yeah, you'd had to pay like over $100 at the time mm-hmm. if you wanted to buy these. <laughs> now, I do have the Betamax and the Laserdiscs and also the CED video disc. Yeah. And, of course, I got those much later. Yeah. I actually have two versions of the Laserdisc. One of them, it's not uh, this release. One of them is, one of them isn't. The other one was one that came out later that had, remember that, uh, remember that interview with George Lucas with uh that uh, leonard malton did yes it was that it has it broke it up into three parts and put it on all three of the movies at the end of it wow that's cool yeah and if we move on to 1984 cbs fox released star wars episode four the empire strikes back on vhs betamax laser disc cd video disc and v2000 tape cassettes in november of 1984 hmm. i wonder why they decided to wait you know, until 80... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, for Empire Strikes Back, wait, four years? Well, they didn't... I mean, because you can, you got to remember, back then, movies lasted sometimes more than a year. And even re-released like a year or two later. 
That's true too. They, in yeah, the theater. They come, yeah. So that's probably what they were waiting on. All those to be done with and say, oh yeah, well, we're not going to come back out anymore. So, you know, we'll finally release it onto video, onto home video. And it seems like, I mean, I, I, video stores didn't really explode till like around 90, 91, I don't think. I could be video rental stores, early 90s. Uh, yeah, because I don't remember renting any until at least the late 80s, until yeah, around 87, 88. My parents actually bought their first VHS player in 88. Oh, we had ours much earlier than that. We actually had a Betamax first. Yeah. So in 1986, CBS Fox once again released Star Wars Return of the Jedi on VHS, Betamax, Laserdisc, CED, Video Disc, and V2000 tape cassettes, and that came on February 25th, 1986. Hmm. And then also in 86, A New Hope Japanese widescreen special collection. CBS Fox released A New Hope on Laserdisc in Japan as part of his special collection brand. This also marked the first time, the first letterbox release of the film, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, that is pretty cool. The first letterbox release was over in Japan. Yeah, (laughs) instead of here. (laughs) Yeah, that was when I read that earlier today, I was like, whoa, I learned something new. And on to 1987, CBS Fox released The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi on Laserdisc in Japan, part of its special collection brand. This also most marks the first time for Letterboxd release of both films. And then in 1988, the Droids and Ewok VHS releases. CBS Fox released PAL-formatted VHS tapes for various European and Australian markets. Do you have any of the PAL format, formatted VHS tapes, even though you can't play them? No, I don't have a PAL anything. No, I don't either. I never thought I would get it just because I can't play it, for one thing. If it had a cool cover and I seen it cheap, I would probably buy it. Oh, yeah. That'd be the only reason. Because <laughs> that's something, I mean, I, I think they done a lot better on covers with, like, laser disc and because I guess they had bigger They had more space. real estate, yeah. Yeah, and some of the VHS tapes just knock it out compared to the DVDs and Blu-rays, I think, too. They've done better jobs on some of those. Yeah, the original laser discs are better than the ones that came out after that that had those Leonard Malton videos. Those yeah. look exactly like the THX versions. I'm only blown up. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> so for 1989, the original version of Star Wars... Return of the Jedi that were released in anamic widescreen format on Super 8 film by Duran Film Services. Star Wars and Empire Strikes received their first U.S. region widescreen laser disc releases. So, in the U.S. at 89, they hit widescreen. Yep, that's where I have, that's what I have is those. Yeah. And I thought this was interesting. It doesn't, I couldn't find the exact year, year, but it said in the 1990s, classic home cinema released The Empire Strikes Back in its entirety, entirety on Super 8 film. Huh. I wouldn't mind having that, even though I couldn't play it. Yeah. Also in 1990, Return of the Jedi has a widescreen laser disc release in the U.S. And continue in 1990, Ewok, Ewok movies on VHS and laser disc. Ewok Adventure and Ewoks, The Battle for Endor, released on VHS and Laserdisc by MGM Home Entertainment in 1990. And Droids and Ewoks VHS releases six VH volumes of episodes from the Star Wars to Droids. I have a couple of those, but I don't have all of them. Adventures of R2-D2 and C-3PO and Ewoks released on VHS by J2 Communications in 1990. Do you have any of those? Uh, No, I don't have any of the Droids or Ewoks. Uh, well, I have one Droids, actually, VHS. I don't have any Ewoks. They're kind of hard to find. 
They are. I, I think I found mine at the flea market years ago, the couple that I picked up, and they was just like a dollar each, so I went ahead and bought them. Um, 1992 later letterbox collector's edition in 1992 the original trilogy was released on VHS and letterbox format in the United States the transfers were derived from the 8990 American letterbox letterbox laser disc the set includes the, a fourth tape from Star Wars to Jedi the making of a saga and a bridge version of the book George Lucas the creative impulse huh. I do um, have that set uh, which one was it the letterbox from 92 i don't think yeah. i have that i think the next one i had uh letterbox which one came in the silver box was that special edition i think that was special edition. okay that's the only ones that i have on yeah. vhs um we actually missed one i know that i have uh it came out yeah, in I didn't say. I don't, 1990 i didn't know i didn't know if this was complete is what i could find though yeah <laughs> Uh, I just just because I haven't seen mine come up, the one that I've got, it's in yeah. a uh, a special collector's box, and it says Star Wars trilogy on the outside has flaps that open, you know, after you pull it out, and has all three movies inside. I don't have that one. And uh, the flaps have information about the movies on it. It's a, a CBS Fox version that came out in 1990. Interesting. See how no, you got some one. of the other ones on here that for like uh, Droids and Ewoks that say CBS Fox. Well, yeah. this one was also CBS Fox as well. I'm just, I have this book called A Saga on Home Video, a fan's guide to U.S. Star Wars home video releases by Nathan P. Butler. I think you can still get it on Amazon, and I'm not sure how much it was. I don't remember. It might be like 20 bucks or something. But it has like pretty much everything. It's, gosh, 285 pages. <laughs> so. Hmm. It's it's pretty exhaustive on what's in here. All right, you can continue. Uh, what, uh, stopped at 93, right? Uh, yeah, 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 1993. It says, in 1993, the definite... Collection Star Wars Trilogy, the Definite Collection, a new box set was released. Definitive on, Collection. Definitive, sorry. VHS and Laserdisc on August 29, 1995. It would be the last time the original versions of the classic trilogy were released in, on both formats. The widescreen Laserdisc is derived from the transfer used on the 1993 Definitive Collection. The so special feature is a three-part interview with, about the trilogy with George Lucas conducted by Leonard Maltin. These releases in the U.S. also were the first in home video history to use the 1995 domestic 20th Century Fox home entertainment logo and featured features it with without the fade-out. Interesting. Yeah, that's the one that I have. Yeah. <clears throat> also in 93, we have the Trilogy Overseas VHS Laserdisc. Outside the United States and Canada, the classic trilogy was packed with, with new posters created by John Alvin. Uh, and also, going back to the CED version, uh, you know what that, have you ever seen what a CED is? Yes, I had one come through my store one time. I didn't know what it was. The, the What was so funny is I posted a picture of it online, and I said, um, I think I got a laser disc here, and I don't know how to open it up. Mm -hmm. And somebody replied, and he was like, that's not a laser disc, that's a CD. It doesn't open up. It opens up when it goes in your player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it's basically like a record, is what it looks like on the insides, what I've been told. I haven't opened mine. I do have one, but I have not opened it, and I do not have a CED player, because they are really rare to find that are still working, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, when I, I was really... 
I was really confused. I thought, what is that? I'd never seen them and knew they existed until that one came in that one day and like a, just a collection of stuff I'd bought. Yeah, I didn't either. And, of course, I'm, I bought it off of you. Yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that I've got the one that you had. Yeah. I had never heard of it either, but I was like, yeah, I'd like to have that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I was like, I can't remember. It was, it was just really cheap, too. I was like, yeah, it's yours. You can put it with I your think, uh, I don't need it. I think Kevin Lentz told you that it, what it was exactly. Yeah, I can't remember, but somebody did reply and say, that's not a laser disc. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, always, it's always cool and inter- interesting to see new stuff that mm-hmm. I've never seen before and learn something new. Yeah, and that, uh, that definitive laser disc collection, uh, I haven't gone through the other movies yet. I will eventually. But to, to watch the whole Leonard Malton interview, even though I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's It's definitely... The Leonard Malton interview is good. So we're up to 1996, mm-hmm. and all this one said was Star Wars animated classic, 1997 special editions. The special edition cuts of the original trilogy was released on VHS and Laserdisc on August 26, 1997. The cassettes came in either pan and scan or widescreen formats, and included featurettes on making of the new cuts. Yeah, this was the first time that I got them in widescreen. And uh, cuz I I had been wanting to see them for a long time, you know, as they were originally came out because you know, you you don't really notice it when you're watching the regular 43 TV, but they cut off so much of the sides and there's so much, you know, information that you're missing, especially you know, like the people that are having a conversation with someone are cut off. Yeah, there's and some you don't really even know good it. YouTube videos if you want to look them up will show you and give you examples of stuff you miss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I never knew that there was, like at the very end of, of A New Hope, that there was more people in that ceremony at the end. Yeah. Because they cut off like almost all the people over to the right and left. I guess that, that's kind of a thing of the past now with the way TVs are made. I don't think we ever see anything come up on the screen. You know, you'd be watching a TV, a movie on HBO or something, and it, it'd come up on the screen and it'd say, this has been modified to fit your screen. Uh-huh. Yeah, you used to see that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, in 2000, The Phantom Menace... Uh, VHS laser disc. The Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace was released on video worldwide between April 3rd and April 8th. And it says in parentheses, France got it later in the year. Poor France had to wait. <laughs> the release was 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 VHS, VHS only, though an English language laser disc was released in Japan and appeared on a on a video CD format in most of Asia. Yeah, I do not have that laser disc. I remember seeing those show up on eBay like crazy when those the the um, the video CD format that, mm-hmm. that Asia was getting. There was tons of those on eBay, but I never did grab one. That laser disc is pretty pretty expensive. Also, in 2000, the Star Wars trilogy VHS set was reprinted and repackaged. In 2000, the covers now included logos resembling the ones used for the Phantom Menace episode numbers and subtitles. They were also available on video CD at this time. While the special edition cuts were used, no mention is made on the packaging. The same J. 
changes were implemented on the Japanese laser disc. It would be the final release of the original trilogy on VHS and the last ever <clears throat> release on laser disc. Uh-huh. Yeah, there is uh, one. Yeah, that's uh, one trilogy. I uh, one part of the trilogy I don't have is on laser disc. Is the special editions? Yeah. <clears throat> Um, in 2001, The Phantom Menace hits DVD. The Phantom Menace released, was released on DVD as a two-disc set in 2001, and almost two years after the movie's theatrical release, it was the first Star Wars film to be officially released on DVD. The DVD version of the film had several scenes edited and inserted by George Lucas, making it slightly different from and longer than its original theatrical release. The DVD also included audio commentary by George Lucas, producer Rick McCollum, editor Ben Burt, animation director Rob Coleman and visual effects supervisors. Do you know one of the major things they added? I probably did it one time, but I'm now I forgot. The second lap of the pod race. Because oh, okay. used to, they only showed, like at the movies, they only showed, or maybe it was at the at the movies they showed them all, or no, they only showed the first and third, I think. Yeah. And then they showed the second one later. Hmm. It won that because they didn't on VHS either. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I guess I don't remember that because I didn't know that. Hmm. So in 2002, the story of Star Wars was a three-disc video now color release, and then we have Attack of the Clones was was released on DVD in November 2002 as also as a two-disc set. I think all the the trilogy came out as a two-disc DVD set, didn't it? I think so. And that R2-D2 Beneath the Dome is also on that Attack of the Clones in the Exeter DVD set of interest. Hmm. I bought it by itself. That's right. It was released by itself, wasn't it? Yeah. I played it when we had one of our Star Wars Christmas parties here. Oh, yeah. And up to 2004, the Star Wars Trilogy DVD set. The Star Wars Trilogy DVD set released in September 2004 was the first release of the original trilogy. On DVD, it was a four-disc edition, which included the following, which we know. A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and a Star Wars Original Trilogy bonus disc. The movies on the DVD were the 1997 special editions with several additional changes added especially for this release. You, you, I assume you have that set, don't you? Yes. I do too as well. Also in 2004, Star Wars Ewok Adventures on November 23, 2004, Lucasfilm and 20th Century Fox released both Ewoks made for TV movies on DVD, which presents the film in their original 131-1 aspect ratio with Dolby Digital. The, re- the release was billed as Star Wars Ewok Adventures, a double feature of the Caravan of Courage and its sequel, The Battle for Endor. I have that disc, one. I have that one as well. The disc itself is double-sided. I hate double-sided discs, too. <laughs> got to be so careful. Not Actually, it's get, it's Stephanie's. It's not mine. You guys could not get your fingerprints on the disc mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The DVD featured no extras. Yeah, there was no room for it. <laughs> The thing about that's one of my favorite things about physical media too is the fact that you always get all kinds of cool extras and stuff like that. I mean, if I pulled up something like right now on you know on Netflix or Disney Plus or something, I wouldn't have all those extras that I would have on my physical media releases. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Star Wars Animated Adventures Ewoks was released on DVD on November 23, 2004. As an edited compilation under the new Star Wars Adventures Ewoks, it contains eight episodes of the original series, series edited together as two full-length films. Do you have that? I don't. I do. So how does it work, edited together like that? I mean, is it... <laughs> I, I don't think... I mean, I thought it, that they actually separated them. I don't think it's in yeah. one big movie. It, I mean, unless there's just, I just remember a pause or something, maybe. I can't, I mean, it's been a while since I've watched them, because uh, I've seen all of them now from Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I've been, they look great, too, on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. I'm really impressed. I have not seen the droids one yet, uh, but, uh, or wait a minute, no, I don't have the Ewoks. I have the droids. That's the one I have on DVD. Yeah, the Droids was released on November 23rd as well, 2004, as an edited compilation under the Star Wars Animated Adventures. It contains eight episodes of the original series edited together as two full-length films. Yeah, episodes 5 through 8 and then 10 through 13. They skipped some. (laughs) Yeah, they definitely did. It says, besides cutting the theme songs of the series, many other small modifications were made for the home video release, most notably changes to the soundtrack. I bet changes to the soundtrack might have been something to do with they, something about that. They were, When they wait so long to release something like that, they, there's all, always some type of um, copyright issues with music and tracks like that. So Sometimes movies have to change their music because of that. Mm-hmm. So what uh, do you think of the... What do you think of the uh, the theme songs from the Ewoks. I mean, they're okay. I mean, I don't. I know I've spread some hate to them over the years. They don't bother <laughs> me. What do you think? I mean, I, I mean, I don't really like them. I don't hate them, yeah. but I don't really like them either. Yeah, I mean, they're not. I mean, but they're not horrible. I mean, <laughs> well, the first series, the first season's kind of annoying. <laughs> the E E Ewoks. I, mean, I, I mean, I think it's kind of funny. A little bit. <laughs> But I guess if you're binge watching, it does get a little. Yeah, annoying, we maybe. we did binge watch it, and I skipped the. But of course, the skip on them doesn't skip the whole entire song. Yeah. It only goes about halfway through the the title sequence, and then then it just continues. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> Was this Bo's first watch? What does he think of them? Yeah. Oh, he loves them. That's cool. I figured he would. Yeah, Stephanie <laughs> likes them too. Yeah. I could just barely remember when I finally got to see them. Like, you know, I could just barely. It's like, oh, yeah, I vaguely remember that. I don't remember them at all. Not from when I was a kid. It still doesn't want to make me collect the figures. I'm I'm not going to branch out into the droids and Ewoks figures. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I am just because they're part of the original vintage line, I think, in my opinion. But some of them are so pricey, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm not going to pay that for them to get lucky and find them somewhere i guess mm-hmm. and 2005 the star wars clone wars volume one the first volume of the star wars clone wars animated television series was released on dvd on march 22nd 2005 it comprises comprises seasons one and two which in turn are made up of chapters one through 20 and that's the tartakovsky series yes yeah the one that came out before the other one yeah, this is called Clone Wars, and the other one, the newer one, is called The Clone Wars. And it's not bad, but it's just, I don't know, it's just... I need to watch them. I haven't watched them yet. It's something that is not a repeat watch for me. I mean, I could just randomly sit down and watch something of The Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. But this, I mean, it's, it's okay. 
Star Wars A Musical Journey bonus DVD was included with the soundtrack album for John Williams' musical score for Revenge of the Sith, which was released on May 3, 2005. The DVD runs for over an hour and contains a collection of musical video clips from the Star Wars films set to select themes for Williams' scores. It also contains a preview trailer for the Revenge of the Sith video game. Each clip features an introduction by actor Ian McDermott. The DVD can be watched with or without the introduction. Hmm. I don't have that. <laughs> I don't think I do either. Let's see. Star- what, what was it from? It was from a soundtrack album for John Williams' musical score. I have the soundtrack. Yeah. I don't think it has a DVD on it, though. It must be a different version. There must be a, there's, that's one thing, too, something about these releases, too, especially when we get up into the DVDs. Um, Walmart, Target, etc. Everybody always, even uh-huh. Media Play, everybody always had their own little exclusive, either an additional disc, a patch, a pen, or something like that. So, Well, I think it, we'll go up to 2006 here and then call it, because after that, it just gets nuts. Okay. <laughs> it does. Okay, so we'll let's see. We're Star Wars episode. So we'll do. You're saying we're going to do a second part later on? Probably. <laughs> All right. Star Wars episode three: Revenge of the Sith was released on on DVD on November first, two thousand and five, as a two disc set that the picture and sound master from the original digital source material. The movie DVD includes audio commentary by George Lucas producer Rick McCollum, animated director Rob Coleman. Do you listen to the audio commentaries on these? I actually have. I I don't think I have. I have on the original trilogy, but not on any of the others. I did because I wanted to know what he was thinking since he was with these prequels anyway. I need to just yeah just to figure out what you know what he was thinking says this was also the first DVD release not to contain a secret blooper reel of footage from filming an Easter egg. It incla- it, instead, it contains a rap video with a dancing Yoda and clone troopers. <laughs> and I don't remember seeing that. Me either. DVD. When I read that today, I was like, whoa, that's new to me. <laughs> <laughs> and this right here, this the film was also available on VHS and video CD. Although, although not VHS, here copies were only manufactured in small numbers i would love to have a revenge of the sith vhs copy that's that's one piece of media i want it was not in the u.s uh the attack of the clones was here in the u.s that 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 was the last vhs star wars film in the u.s i I actually have attack of the clones on vhs and i would like to i do too i'd like to have revenge so it wasn't was it was it canada or what where would japan so was it actually a VHS then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, VHS in Japan was the only only release that I know of. So you could actually play it in VCRs over here then. Yes. Interesting. I learned that new too because I was like, I didn't even know it got a VHS release. Still reading this. Oh, I knew it. It's just in yeah. in Japan, and they're really expensive on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to do after we log out of here later. Later, I was going to look it up just to see out of my curiosity. I haven't looked it up in quite a long time, but the last time I did, they were pretty expensive. Yeah, but to finish out the um, um, the, two, the, the 2005, the story of Star Wars was a Walmart-exclusive DVD included with initial copies of the Revenge of the Sith DVD, kind of what I was just talking about, how mm-hmm. different stores had different exclusives. It included content from the first two discs of the 2004 video, now color release of the same name. Yeah, here's... Uh, Sold completed. Uh, here's the very first one. Actually, it says United Kingdom, so but it's a PAL version. Yeah. $139. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one from uh, the United Kingdom also, $97. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, although there's another one here that says $26. These are all sold. So, yeah. But there hasn't been very many. Like, there's only like three that's on sale right now. <laughs> yeah, interesting. And the last thing from 2005 would be the second volume of the Star Wars Clone Wars animated television series was released on DVD on December 6, 2005. It comprises Season 3 of the series, which in turn makes up Chapters 21 through 25. Hmm. And that will take us up to 2006, where you said everything does go kind of crazy. We're looking at, like, what, five more pages of media info? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You told me to gather information about Mm -hmm. all the media. (laughs) Well, we're getting up to an hour here, so it's a. Uh, I know, I know. I'm just. I didn't realize it was that long, but it was definitely long. Yeah, we'll we'll pick it back up somewhere along the line later on. Yeah, unless and, you all find this boring, let us and, know. Yeah, yeah. If you find it boring, then heck yeah, we'll just not do it at all. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. The feedback is always appreciated because we actually just decided what an hour before the podcast, what our something like that. Two hours before our podcast, what our topic was tonight, so we was really prepared. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's been some stuff that I've been wanting to do, but just couldn't get the people, I guess, involved, able to uh, come together. So yeah, because yeah, I'd like to do some food items, and uh, I need to get together with uh, some of the people who really know that stuff and get a guest on if I can. Yeah, like. Uh, Gus Lopez. That would be awesome if you get Gus. I'd still like to get our buddy Mark to come on and talk about customs and stuff. Yeah, well. I'd like to have, I, but I've mentioned it to him. He's like, yeah, my internet's not that good. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, have him come to your house or something. I mentioned that. I said, you can come over here and share my internet. Just bring a bring a laptop or whatever, or you can use my headset, and I'll just talk when when you're done or something i don't know but i I would love i think that's something we hadn't covered at all is customs and that would be kind of cool yeah all right well i guess that's it let me let me find the bottom here (laughs) it's like page 12 yeah um i want to thank all of our patreon members and uh i'm gonna have to get out our our newest card for our, our next patreon hitting here it'll be uh Oh, I don't even remember which one it is now. I think it's Han Solo. Uh, so our trading card will be going out in the mail for our Patreon members. And uh, every quarter we're going to give one out. Uh, if you if you want to be a Patreon member, go to patreon.com slash the Star Wars Collector. You can be anywhere from $1 to $10. There's four different levels. Um, if you start, I mean, like if you want to start right now, We'll start you out with the very first card that was available. You know, we won't uh, pick up right where we're at now with the current members. We'll, uh, I'll keep a running total and, and send out every quarter the one that you need. And uh, so at the end of the quarter, we send them out. And then that way, if you're like, well, you know, I'm going to miss the first two now. And, well, no, you won't miss them. You'll get them because we'll start you out with those instead. And then you'll just get the next one the next quarter, and then so on. Then you'll be off with everybody else, but at least you'll still get them. Yeah. Because I know some people are like, oh, you know, once that quarter's done, we ain't going to give them out, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, we're doing a run of them, and they all are numbered, so I don't want anybody to be left out. 
if uh, if you want to go ahead and start, you know, then you can you can do that. Um, also on Facebook, the facebook.com slash the Star Wars Collector Podcast. Go on there, like us. We're still waiting to get the 750 mark so I can give away this carbonized Mandalorian six inch figure. Uh, once we do that, you know, we'll once we get to 750, I'll give that away to one person who has liked, shared, and I don't remember exactly what all it is now on that post. Yeah, it's been a while now. That actually is kind of a valuable figure. This has been so long now. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do have a Facebook group, the Star Wars Collector Podcast Facebook group. Um, go in iTunes and give us a review in the podcast section. Uh, we have a Discord. Uh, if you go to our Facebook page, it's posted at the very top uh, of the Facebook. It's pinned up there, all of our information for that. Uh, if you want to email us, TSWCPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at TSWCPodcast. And I forgot to do a shout-out again. <laughs> so Thanks, I'll just everybody. Say, Thanks, everybody on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of you. Get your friends to like the page where you can give that figure away. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk to you next month. I don't know what we're going to be doing next month. Uh, maybe vintage again. We'll maybe talk about vintage. Pick up where we left off last time. Sounds good. All right. Later. Bye.